Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today is going down right here. Welcome to FST, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, on this Thursday, January 18th. 17. 17th. Close enough. I got so excited I said the 20th because the games are on the 20th. But it doesn't sure. matter. We're getting there. MLK weekend coming up. Got a day off after the conference championship games. Sort of a day off. I don't have to do Maybe a Maybe you do. Work. I will be on air at 7 a.m. the following day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you will. Maybe I'll join you. I don't know what's going on with me. So, you know, kids are off. I, I got to take a day off oh, yeah. hang out with the kids. So, uh, but I am excited about the game. Obviously, everybody's uh, getting juiced up. What's the Super Bowl going to look like? Um, the lines have stayed pretty much steady, Dane, throughout the week. So, we haven't seen any major pushing of the lines. I don't think either line is going to get too far out of whack, maybe a half a point either way from here on out. I don't see any major line movement. Do you? I do not, although what I will say that I have found interesting um, in terms of any movement is I saw the NFC, uh, I saw the AFC game open at 56. I saw it down to 54 and a half yesterday, and now I see it back up to 56. I don't think the spreads are going to move, but the totals may, especially uh, with the weather reports in Kansas City, that may do something. You know, if there's really a storm or it's really 10 degrees out, something like that, I could see movement in the totals. It's going to be nasty here in New York, so I don't know if yeah, getting the same yeah, weather. Yeah, I know. Uh, I got to get into the studio with you on Sunday morning. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. I don't know how on, that's th- going to happen. On Thanksgiving Day, we had an unusually cold Thanksgiving Day, and it created all kinds yeah. of problems in my commute, and I was late for the show, which doesn't really ever happened but oh that's awesome we had yeah i was honestly i missed the first i think i missed the first hour of the show jim day and and uh scott they had to get scott engel out of bed and jim day and scott did the first hour uh so kudos to them scott uh coming in off the bench on that day and sure. it was brutally cold I'm so looking forward to it sunday regardless though. yeah it'll be fun it'll be me you keith irizari and joe ranieri so a couple of new additions yeah. to the network so we're looking forward to that joe will be skyping in from lovely florida and laughing at us as yeah. we commute in i know with the brutal winter storm watch and even if there's not a crazy amount of snow or rain it's supposed to be like nine degrees or something like that so anyway uh, the weather is part of the storyline in New England and Kansas City, but as Dane said, so that over has fluctuated a little bit. I think if it moves, it'll move down a little bit, but it, I don't think it'll move right. below like 54.5, just like where you said it got to before. Maybe people start banging the under, but um, I don't think it's going to get crazy low. I don't see any major line movement out of this. Look, these teams are all pretty evenly matched. The Saints beat the Rams in a tight yeah. game uh, a couple of months back. 
and the Patriots did the same to the Chiefs a couple of months back. Uh, the only difference this time is that the Pats are on the road, whereas the matchup is the same with New Orleans and L.A. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, these teams, you know, these four teams are all studs. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and there were three games this year where these combinations of these four teams played each other. And you know them all. You know what I mean? Like, when the, when the Chiefs played the Pats, it was a Sunday night game, 44-40. to 40. I mean, come on. You know, when, like, the uh, Rams played the Saints, it was a huge game. I remember because I was at the Sportsbook in Atlantic City, and the Saints had maybe. a huge comeback. Exactly. And then we all know what happened when the Rams and Chiefs played, right? It was that, like, 54-51 game. So <laughs> when these games get together, and I would say, if the Saints and Pats were on the schedule last this year at all. I would have guessed. I would have. I would have taken the over on sixty-five. You know, in the same kind of way. So I think uh, that's the way it's going to go down. I am very excited for this. It's going to be very hard, though, Blewett, for me to pick a DFS defense this week. <laughs> it certainly will be. But we did see. Uh, I believe when the Chiefs played the Rams, the Chiefs ended up. Oh man. Was it the Chiefs? There were defensive the, touchdowns in that game. Though. I think it was, the, it was Rams, the Rams. Because they, they had a defensive touchdown. I think they the Rams ended touchdown. up yeah. with a 20 plus point fantasy day yes. that day um, yes. because they of the did. defensive touchdowns. And it, it won't at all surprise me if that plays a factor in this game as well. I have said the one major thing that I'm looking at that concerns me about the Saints is the loss of Sheldon Rankins with the manner, with yes. the manner in which the Rams have been running the ball. And now them losing a key defensive tackle, I think it's a huge blow. I, I don't think the I don't think there's any. As I've heard Herm Edwards say before, uh, this is a copycat league, and there aren't a lot of secrets. There's a couple of mantras that he used to throw out there. So I don't think it's a secret. They're gonna try to run the ball there in the throat like they did to Dallas, and it's made a little bit easier by that injury. No, absolutely, and especially like. Enter C.J. Anderson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who all of a sudden, wearing number 35. I, was, I, I maybe said this to you uh, previously, but I was watching the games last weekend with a guy, with a, you know, one of my friends who's, like, knowledgeable of football, but not like us, you know, more of a casual fan. Yeah. And he saw C.J. Anderson wearing number 35. He said, when did C.J. Anderson turn into Mike Tolbert? Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's right. That's and, I, and I thought that Tolbert was comparison. interesting. Yeah, I, I was making the You know, Tolbert I thought that was interesting. And listen. Without Rankins there, I think we I think we're going to see a lot of CJ north south. But realistically, when do they make the decision to go back to Gurley? Like Anderson can't out carry Gurley two to one for the remainder of the playoffs. Fair. It doesn't really make sense. Uh, I I felt like I think to be honest, I think McVeigh knew he had it all over the Cowboys and knew that he could utilize Gurley in a limited fashion and still win really? the game. It seems to me like huh. that. I mean, after the game was over, I was like, man, you would have to know that you're going to run over these guys or rather that you're having early success and you know it's going to keep working in order to stick with hot that. Hot hand kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, and who, but who would ever use a hot hand approach to not favor Todd Gurley unless you knew you had it know. going on? Yeah, I guess going into the game, though, McVeigh said that the way C.J. Anderson performed, he had earned carries. You know, I still think it's – here's yeah, what I still think is going to happen. Car- carries, I think yes. C.J. Anderson uh, – Out two to one over Gurley, no. 
Right. I still think it's going to be – I think it's going to be two to one the other way, right? I think right. C.J. Anderson has earned like every third drive. Yeah. I, look, I Mixed think he's – Mixed in, something like that. Yeah, you know? I think he's a great asset so that Gurley isn't – isn't getting overworked in the manner that right. he had been earlier in the season. And it didn't lead to an injury, but, you know, I'm saying two to one. It's in a bit of an exaggeration. It's 23 to 18 as far as touches ah. were concerned. But he did have 23 maybe. carries to 16 carries. So we should at least flip-flop that uh, going into this game. So a couple of numbers. With victories by the Rams and Chiefs on Sunday – this Super Bowl would feature the two highest-scoring teams from the regular season for the fifth time since 1970 and the first time mm. since 1997. So uh, it's been a long time since the two highest-scoring teams have met. That was the Broncos and Packers uh, back then, the year before. Packers. Was and- that the year Elway helicoptered? Yes, sir. Um, okay. And they let Terrell Davis in the end zone at the very end so they could try and have the drive back? The Elway helicopter. Uh, that was I'm against the Packers, right? I'm not sure if it was the Packers or the Falcons. I, I'm blanking on it, actually. I remember the play okay, completely. Fair enough. But uh, pa- Broncos-Packers, the year before, was Packers-Pats. Uh, I was living in Boston right. for, for both of those two, so I remember that one right. well. Uh, Washington, Desmond Howard punt return, right? Correct, sir. Correct, sir. He won the MVP. Okay. Uh, Washington versus Buffalo. That was when Thurman Thomas forgot his helmet and uh, Mark mm. Rippon won the MVP. And then yeah. Miami versus San Francisco all the way back in 1984, the Montana-Marino right. matchup. So, yeah, that was a uh, Marino crazy year. So the reality is we're going to have high-scoring teams in the Super Bowl regardless, but will it be those top two, Rams-Chiefs? I'm starting to get the inkling from people that uh, I think a lot of people are going to pick that, mainly because they want the Pats to lose, and they're concerned about the Saints a little bit because the Saints didn't play their sharpest game on Sunday. Uh, my early lean is Saints Chiefs. Uh, I just don't. I th- I think the home teams win. I just think the home teams win. It's look, it's fair. These games are so close. I'm not gonna. I can't argue with right. anybody's pick. Um, yeah, I, that's I, the thing. I, if you any four any of the four possible combinations, like I'm not gonna be like, oh, that's crazy, you know, and look to build an argument against it, right. like. I honestly believe any of the four combinations is possible. It's going to be my poll question on freestyle tonight, and I really am interested to see if there's, like, one runaway winner. Yeah. Like, Pat's Pat's Rams would be the opposite of what you picked, and that's not crazy at all because the the Rams (laughs) played a better game over this past weekend than the Saints did, and the Pats played better as well as anybody over the whole weekend, last weekend. Chiefs obviously played great, too. But, um, you know, you got Belichick and Brady. You're not going to bet against those guys. With three. I'm going to take Man, those you, points, probably. Uh, check by, this by out. I'm time. on FanDuel. Yeah. I'm on FanDuel right now. And you could, right now, pick any Super Bowl matchup, right? And any, you know, so the favorite right now is plus 360, and it is the Saints to beat the Chiefs. Okay, they actually have eight here because of all the four, the permutations and then also picking the champion. The you know, it's so weird. The Saints over the Chiefs is the favorite at plus 360. The Chiefs over the Rams is the biggest long shot at plus 640. But like Chiefs over Rams, if you told me that that's what happens if we go in the hot tub time machine, like, okay, like that's very possible. The Chiefs to beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, you know, so like any permutation here is valid in my opinion 
yeah, I mean, you can put – it's pretty crazy right now if you're just throwing a little bit of money down. I should have done this. I talked about it on air. I should have put money down on the Pats. Uh, they were plus 500 before the game on Sunday to win the Super Bowl. Right now, you can still all, get yeah. the Pats and the Rams at plus 350. And the Chiefs at plus oh. 250. It's You're pretty... on FanDuel, right? Yeah. Will it? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's so interesting? I looked at the same thing over at my bookie, and everything is depressed. You know, like uh, you just said, like the Chiefs are plus 250, let's say, and the Pats yeah. and the Rams are plus 350. Over on my bookie, it's much different. Everything is depressed. So the Chiefs are like plus 175. That makes more sense. And the sense. Pats and the Rams are like plus 250, you know. So, but make your futures bet on FanDuel right now. Absolutely. They're all higher numbers. You got to shop around. You got to shop your books. Like, you know, if you're putting down, I mean, think about it. You're putting down 50 bucks on the Pats and 50 bucks on the Saints. You got a 50% chance to win. Right. You're going to clear money either way. If right. one of those your outlay would be a hundred bucks, yeah. and you're going to win three fifty if one of them hits, right? So you're yeah. investing a hundred to potentially win three fifty, and then you got shares, and you have shares of the Pats and the Rams. And by the way, like, if cool. you, I can tell you right now, you can win money if you put fifty dollars on the Chiefs and fifty dollars on the Pats. Think about that. Right. You're just I'm saying you're going to have bucks. the AFC representative. That's you, right. You're basically taking the AFC in the Super Bowl. That's right. I'm going to lay out a hundred yeah. bucks, and my shortest. Uh, my shortest win there, let me just do the math. The Chiefs, It'd be right? $25. So think about right, that. I put down 100 bucks, but I have 50 on the Chiefs and 50 on the Pats. If the Chiefs right. win, I win $125. So I'm automatically right. clearing money. I'm just trying to do the simplest math possible. Not here. Now, you. conversely, nice yeah, like conversely, if I did it on the NFC, I got 50 bucks on the Saints. So that's right. going to be. But then you're hoping the Saints don't win the Super Bowl. Almost, yeah. Right? You need the Rams kind of if you're doing it that way. Yeah. But still, let's do the math. 50 on the Rams, 50 on the Saints. Obviously, if the Rams win, I'm going to get 175 bucks on my $100 bet. If the Saints win, that ends up being, let's do the math real quick. Is that 90? Basically 90 bucks. I'd lose, I'd lose $12 yeah. or something like that. Maybe there's a way to do it, like like you said. With the, I don't know if that's the way I would do it, but in your in, in this model, right? Let's say you bet both AFC, you cover the AFC, right? Then that's if but, you really like. But the my other point team, is that you, you have hedge. to do the AFC doing it my way. It, you're not guaranteed right, to win right, money because of the AFC. math, right? Yeah. It's not an automatic win with the NFC because the Saints are the shorter price, right? If you mm-hmm. do it with the NFC and then the Saints win. You come out behind because both the Chiefs and the Pats are, in essence, above plus 200. It does mathematically work. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. And if you have leverage, meaning extra cash, you can put a lot of money on these two AFC AFC games. Right. You can do that, too. Right. That's right. You bet the Chiefs and the you bet the Chiefs and the Pats. And then if you really like the Saints or whatever, then you, you know, you throw whatever the money is. You do the math. You throw Saints money line, you know, on the game. Absolutely. That's all. Yeah. So you know, uh, there's ways to do that. Sure. Yeah, a lot of creative things to do. I'm just giving you a sense that the AFC right now is your best uh, futures odds right now. But uh, so back to the games. Uh, you know, it, there's no secret in in how good these offenses are. Uh, I I think storylines tend to be kind of boring. People are trying to bang on. Well, the Pats are underdogs, and they're asking Tom Brady about yeah. it. Like, 
Edelman selling T-shirts. Yeah, so it, the, it's just the funniest thing with the Patriots because I've said this to you before. Like, they always play the underdog card when everybody yeah. thinks they're going to win. And Nick Saban does this as well. There's no secret that Belichick right. and Saban are very good friends. Yeah. And I've heard many times from Patriots players and Alabama players over the years, like, nobody believed in us and uh, uh, everybody was doubting us. It's like, no, they're not. <laughs> They're not doubting you. Right. You were favored yeah. against the Chargers, and you blew them out. Everybody thinks Tom Brady's great. Everybody thinks Belichick is great. Gronk has lost a step. I don't think that's a secret to anybody. Um, but I'm going to pick them to win, too. So I'm not doubting them at all. Um, I'm, just, yeah. I'm telling you, for weeks now, the, the best money that you can spend is a Patriots futures odd. And futures odds to win the Super Bowl. And I don't want them to win. I want to see something different. Right. I want to see the Chiefs play whomever. It would be interesting. I, More interesting. I hear you. You're a Steelers fan, Blewett. I'm a Jets fan. You know, like, we would like nothing better <laughs> than the dynasty to end. But here's the thing. Like, oh, we're underdogs. Oh, bet against us. Oh, whatever. I don't understand. Last time I checked, correct me if I'm wrong, Blewett, but isn't this their eighth straight AFC championship game? Yeah. Tom Brady's been to 13. Like, this is their eighth straight AFC championship so, game. Nobody's picking against you. I mean, there's some people picking against really, you. Really? That's what I'm saying. But, like, like on, from a I macro how standpoint, manipulate. everybody concedes that you're great. It's, right. Like, and, they're manufacturing bullet board material, and I think it's hysterical. And I know you're saying, like, I'm a Steelers fan and everything. I can't even I, – I, yeah, I'm t- I am tired of it, but I can't even, I can't even hate them anymore uh, uh, in, in some respects. Like, somebody's got to beat them. It's like on some level. What, like, what yeah. is everybody crying about? Like, I'm a Knicks fan, but I respected Michael Jordan. It, like, I'm a Steelers <laughs> you know. fan. Everybody says, ah, Steelers, you can't complain because, uh, you know, they have a lot of success. I don't know. They went to the Super Bowl – eight years ago and lost, right. and they've been to one AFC championship game since. Tom Brady, by the way, has been to all of them since. All of them. Crazy. <laughs> Literally all of them. All of them. Uh, yeah, Right, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's so just, you know, it's obvious and transparent that they're trying to manufacture this kind of underdog nature. Like, they are not the underdog. Well, the bummer they're is that they're... Tom Brady and Bill <laughs> The bummer is that they, and Vegas actually made them the underdog, so they get to say it truthfully <laughs> this time. So, all right, we'll come back and talk more about this game. I, I think I'm done talking about Antonio Brown, so I just don't want to do it. I can't do it, Dane. We'll That's come back fine. and talk about these That's games. Fine. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. 
me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Fantasy. The Super Wolf Blood Moon, which will be shining its brightest at 11.12 p.m. Sunday night, which is kind of like an hour or hour and a half after the game is supposed to end. Is there something mystical at play here, Jim? Because we need all we can get, and we, as in like anti-Patriots nation. Back in the old days, this is where gods came from. Not really a lot of mystical stuff to it, but, you know, the Chiefs will grab at any straw they can to beat Brady and the Patriots. Weekdays, noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Rocking out on a FSE Thursday. Are you at the game or just got a gut feeling? No problem. Now you can bet from anywhere, anytime with the all-new MyBookie mobile betting platform. With the MyBookie mobile platform, you'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at-home betting when you're on the go. So try it out today and you'll never miss another winning bet. Head on over to MyBookie.ag and open an account. With the promo code FNTSY, and my bookie will match your deposit up to a thousand bucks. Yeah, that's right, one thousand dollars. So that's mybookie.ag promo code FNTSY. So uh, I know Dane, you were checking out some odds on there earlier. We'll take a look at some player props and, and stuff too, because yeah. uh, that's interesting. I know I said I wasn't. going to I got do one it. for you. Bro. I know, I know, I, I know. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I just have to. Oh, mention, you're going to talk AB though. I'm. I'm just okay, have to ahead. mention that he <laughs> can't stop himself. He can't prevent himself from firing off tweets and just making fun of people. And just the drama is so omnipresent in the guy's life that it's obvious why this stuff always continues to happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, but here's here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. Um was not Odell Beckham in the same situation last year? But was he firing off tweets at, like, ex-teammates and talking about the Giants on Twitter and making fun of Bruce Arians' hat? Like, Bruce Arians was actually very <laughs> complimentary of him. But A.B. reads the headline from God knows what website and says, uh, Arians looks like an idiot with the Kangol and uh, whatever. So, yeah, you know, and I see he was like, very complimentary of different him. about me. You're right. I mean, he's certainly he's certainly scorching earth, <laughs> right? There are yeah. bridges on fire right now. Yeah. I'll accept that. But I also think that, you know, time is a beautiful thing to get perspective. And I wonder what the tweets and I wonder what the conversations will be like, you know, three days before the new league year in early March. Yeah. And they might be different. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I saw the odds on all that. I literally, on freestyle, I told, I told people, you know where I'm putting my money, if any, on, like, the first eight teams? I was like, I'm putting my money on the damn Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 950 or whatever it was. Yeah, that's where I was Because, you know, everybody thinks it's a fait accompli, but narratives change in two months. It's funny. Like, I, I looked at the, the Niners thing. I think I was texting with Frank Stamfel, like, right when all this stuff was going down. And they were the team that I 
thought might look good. I was just looking at cap space and needs and all that kind of stuff because Marquise Goodwin isn't a one. Pierre Garçon is likely to be cut. I think he holds a five or six million dollar cap number and he hasn't been healthy for two years and he's in his 30s and I just think he might be at the end of a road. Like after a neck surgery, I'm usually going to fade players, which surprised me that the Jets gave Quincy and Nunwa uh, an extension uh, in the manner that they did, but it was a cheap extension, so they'll see what they can get out of him. So, um, what do you think I, about him going back and forth with Manny Sanders? I, I that makes sense he was to like me. An that analyst he, and, and and yeah, that makes sense to me that AB would do that because it's AB. Like it's just who right. he is. And Sanders, you're you know, a Steelers fan. Sanders fired you're, on a little bit. You're a Steelers bit. fan. Like four years ago, and now, yeah, did you pay the wrong guy? Should you have given Manny Sanders the long term uh, I don't think so. I don't think you could okay. argue that AB is <laughs> that Sanders is that better far. than AB. <laughs> uh, I don't think he, the only thing you can't complain about with Antonio Brown is the production. It's insane. Fair. I mean, if he had just played in that last freaking game, he would have had another 100 catch, 1300 yard season. He would have been the fifth time. Yeah, well, he should show up to that. meetings then. Yeah, or, or practices or call the coach or any of those right. things it would be nice. <laughs> Not throwing the ball at the franchise quarterback. Yeah, that would help too. It was. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, look, there's not a lot of not a lot of angels in that in that locker room. But fair, <laughs> fair. Well, it's Villanueva, right? Well, let me say, of the skilled players, there's not a lot of angels in okay. there. I, I, I feel bad because then that lumps in James Conner, and he's like yeah, salt of the earth guy. We don't know anything about James Washington yet, you know, True. but whatever. Yeah. I sort of think Vance McDonald is a good human being, but I digress. Juju, Juju seems like a legit guy. Anyway, uh, board, sure. with, with victories by the number one seeded Kansas City Chiefs and number one seeded New Orleans Saints on Sunday. It would mark the 14th time since the NFL began seeding teams in 1975 that both top seeds faced off in the Super Bowl. And the fifth time in the past six seasons, that's the crazy part about it. It's, it's happened a lot mm-hmm. recently. So um, it would mark the fifth time uh, with, with excuse me, with wins on Sunday by both the Chiefs and Saints. It would mark the fifth time since 75 that consecutive seasons have featured a Super Bowl matchup of the number one mm. seed. So uh, we've seen a whole bunch recently in 2013 to 2015. It was all number one seeds. Wait, the Eagles were the one seed last year? Yeah, they went 13-3 no. to three last year. Yeah, huh. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, remember they got the Falcons at home. Yeah, you're right. Then, yeah, they, came to, right. You're then right. they beat Minnesota, and then they won the Super Bowl. Right. So that's it. They had okay. the bye, and then they, they hosted those two games. So um, yeah. with a win... The Kansas City Chiefs can become the sixth consecutive number one seed to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, surpassing the five consecutive Super Bowls featuring the AFC's number one seed from 87 to 91 for the longest streak by the conference since 1975. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, it, it Not only has it been a trend, but in the AFC, it's been a lock. Um, so uh, good stuff there. Uh, Pat Mahomes passed for 278. In his postseason debut last week, and it ranked second in passing yards during the regular season. So, with a Chiefs victory against New England, Mahomes would become the fourth quarterback to pass for at least 5,000 yards and reach the Super Bowl in the same season. Can you name those other players, Dane Martinez? How many others are there? There are three others. Who passed for 5,000 and went to the Super Bowl in the season? Correct. Yes. Drew Brees. No. What? No. Okay, uh, Peyton Manning. That's right, 2013. 5,477 passing yards, still the record, and they made the Super Bowl. And they got crushed. I have Seattle two Seahawks. other guesses. 43 to 8. I have two other guesses. 
My two guesses, I'm deciding between Kurt Warner or Ben Roethlisberger. Neither um, of them I'm are correct. Kurt Warner. Neither. Okay, well, then I'm not going to go with that. Uh, <laughs> two, who is it? two more. Tom Brady in 2011. Mm. Why would you not guess Tom Brady? Mm. I guess that's the Randy Moss like twenty five. No, that season. no, yeah. it was the twenty eleven no. season. So that's when they lost to the G Men. Moss the was Giants already in week gone. seventeen. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 that no, was no. the Moss year. No, no, that Moss was, was the two thousand seven season when Brady threw for fifty touchdowns. He was already uh, okay. gone by twenty eleven. The twenty eleven season, I think that was a oh, that monster Gronk season. That, no, right. two thousand seven is the undefeated season. Oh, my bad. My he bad. threw for 50 bad. touchdowns. They lost to the Giants after the close week 17 game. Then they lost to the Giants. Catch 42, Tyree, Plaxico Burris, all that kind of stuff. 2011, he had a monster season. That was Gronk and Welker. And I am struggling with maybe who the other receivers are. But he had a monster year that year. And the other one was, of course, Dan Marino in 1984. 5,000 yards, yeah. and they lost to the Niners. He got beat up by the Niners. In that Super yeah. Bowl, so um, the Marx Brothers, yeah, that makes so sense. So there you go. So eh, not that great for me. I only got one of them. A la- last stat, and I'll uh, I'll ease up on it at least for this segment. If <laughs> New Orleans Breeze, a New Orleans quarterback, Drew Breeze, passed for 301 yards with two touchdowns in the Saints divisional playoffs win against Philly, with 300 passing yards this Sunday, he would tie Peyton Manning for nine games, which is the second most playoff games with at least 300 passing yards. There's one player that has more than them. Who is that player? More than, 300 more than nine 300 passing yard playoff games? Yes. This should be very easy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Just say <laughs> the guy I mean, that I said you have to say every time when you're guessing these. He's got like Jeter-esque records because he's played in so many playoff games. Gotta be Tom Brady. That's right. He's got 15. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. It's not even close. <laughs> Nobody's gonna ever come close. Because if he gets just a couple more, 17, who's gonna do that? Nobody. Uh, uh, so, Patty Mahomes in his career, maybe. Well, if Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid get on a Belichickian Brady kind of run, then color me surprised because that would be incredible. Just what they've done is just really unique and. Uh, I hope Pat Mahomes has great success, but he ain't doing that. Although they don't have to win playoff games for him to throw for three hundred, though. Yeah, I guess if he plays for fifteen years, everybody throws for three hundred yards now, right? Especially Pat Mahomes. Yeah. So, all right, so there you go. That's uh, some key stats there. Let's look at some player props. You want to do that? I do. I have one for you. All right, give it Blue to me. It. You know how blew it? How we went in together on a fantasy team this year? Oh, we did. Um, and you know we had a great early season. We faded a little bit with injuries down the playoffs. We had a horrendous season, playoff output, by the way. We really did. Like when you look we back, really and not only did it, so we lost our last we got hurt three by games. We did. We got but, eviscerated by injury. Bro. But in a, as soon as the a, rosters locked and we couldn't do anything about it, we were screwed. But like in a league where there was like 150 points or so was a good score, we scored 85 right. points in our playoff matchup, and the other team didn't even get to 100. So. We yeah. lost in pretty uh, embarrassing fashion. Anyway, spectacular fashion. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm trying to say here, Blue, we've been we've gone in together with relative success. We got a buy and stuff like that. At least I want to go in with you on a prop bet. Let's do it. Um, okay, so I'm going to try and talk you through this and why this is All may right, which sound game? crazy. Tell me which game, but is not. We're talking. Sure, we're talking Pat's uh, Chiefs here. Okay, let me okay. let me get to it. And if you look at the specials. There is a prop bet 
of will any player score two touchdowns, multiple touchdowns, okay? And so I understand that that's a stretch already, okay? Sony Michelle's at plus 480. Edelman's at plus 800. Kelsey's at plus 550, okay? These are hundreds, right? Plus 500, plus 600. It's really hard to score two touchdowns, okay? I'm shooting the moon here, though, Blewett. I'm not talking about plus 550 or plus 600. There is a player that is plus 10,000, Blewett, that I think is viable. I want you to go in on it with me. Are you ready for this? A player to score two touchdowns. I know it's crazy. Give me crazy. a second. Let me, get, let me guess. You want to get there? All right. Yeah. I'm to score two touchdowns. Are you there? I'm debate. It's definitely one of the Pats, right? Yeah. Right. All right. It's, I've got it down to three guys who it could be. Come on. You know who it is. You know who it is. I've been riding the stereotype Sony Michelle all year. Oh, wait. Where is And he? there have been times. Wait, wait. Sony no, Michelle. No, no, no. Sony Michelle. Yeah, yeah. Sony Michelle is plus 480. He's a favorite. Yeah. I'm trying to set you up. Yeah, yeah. Sony Michelle, he was on my fantasy team, blah, blah, blah. James Devlin. Who vultures one-yard touchdowns from Sony Michelle? James Devlin or Tom Brady. I can't decide which. I don't know if you want two Tom Brady sneaks or two James Devlin one-yard touchdowns. No, I want James Devlin. Yeah, you do. Plus 10. <laughs> plus 10,000. 50 bucks. You've seen crazier things. 25 bucks each. Yeah. That's a Yo, sandwich down in, the, in Manhattan. Let's, are you with me? Yeah, why not? Mike Vrabel scored a I'm whole saying, bunch of touchdowns. Got to be James Devlin. We have seen, there are games this year, Blewett, where, Je- where Devlin has two touchdowns. I like, like it. If we played this prop every week of the season, we'd be up nine grand, Blewett. So I'm not going to talk you out of it because it's obviously a ridiculous long shot, and we know that. However, the return of right, Rex... No, I know it's a ridiculous long shot, the but return you're not going to find Burkhead, a better plus 10,000 out there. The return of Rex Burkhead does hurt us. You know what I mean? Sure. It's plus 10,000 for a reason. I don't think this is actually going to happen, but this is as good of a lotto ticket as any. So we put down 25 bucks each. We got 50 bucks each. Yeah. It's effectively plus yeah. 5,000, right? It's 5,000, right. 50 but turns would, into 5,050, yes. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. <laughs> we could, I mean, I'm we just could, saying, we look could at the double other guys up and do Tom range, Brady though. and hope for a couple of one-yard sneaks, too. And you know what will happen is Devlin will score one touchdown and Brady, and Brady will score, will score one, one touchdown. That's right. Well, that's why <laughs> But I'm gamble. just saying, that's look at the other, gambling. like, 10,000 people. You know, like, look at – I mean, let's talk about James Devlin versus, like, Dwayne Allen or Sharkandrick West. No, no. Or, you know, one of these defenses. Like, I've seen crazier things happen. We've seen it this year. There are games where Devlin has two touchdowns this year. Uh, and it's, if it's going to be 20 degrees outside, you know, and stuff like that, I know it's plus 10,000, but, A, you want to take a swing with me? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. 25 bucks each. <laughs> All right, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. We're in. All right, we're in. I can't, I can't bet it because I'm not in the state of New Jersey, we'll but we got to find out. a way to get this down. We'll figure it out. We gotta, I'm, I'm with Jim you. Jim Day lives in New Jersey. I make a little call. He's All a right. proxy. All we right. get it done. So. We got to make that happen. Yeah. Right. Plus 10. Plus 10,000. James Devlin, two touchdowns. Amazing. Let's go. I like this. I like this theme. Let's look at some other stuff here. All right, what other one of this of this group do you like if we're not going long shot, though? In the two touchdowns prop? Yeah, or Damian do you want to go Williams? to a different no, kind No, no, that prop? one's fine. We'll stay there. Damian Williams? It, plus 480? Uh, no, I'll swing for the fences again and go with one of these defenses. Hmm. The New England defense and special teams. 
I get I get the quarter roll Patterson kickoff return, and yeah. then I get if Patty Mahomes is crazy gunslinger play, if those coin flips ever come up tails, you know, or he gets the fumble. Like the Rams scored a defensive t- two defensive touchdowns against him, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so give me Corderell Patterson kickoff return and a possibility of a sack fumble scoop and score pick six. I would take the Pats defense and special teams. Kind of like as it. my second choice in this one. Kind of like. Do you like any 10, of these 000. with lower odds? Yeah, I mean, you know, Sony Michelle scored three touchdowns last week. <laughs> you know that sort of thing. This could be, you know, this could be Rob Gronkowski's last NFL game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they want to give him. And there was something well, they're like not Scott be was saying last is. hour. They're not going to feed him the ball oh, because it might be his last. They game. hope they hope they're playing in two weeks. Right? Yeah. They hope they're playing in two weeks. After. I've got to get Kronk a couple sure, of touchdowns because we're out of here. No, it'll only nah. happen. Uh, my yeah. other, you know, the other more legitimate, if it's the you know the shorter odds, I would go Kelsey or Hill. What are the first touchdown odds for James Devlin? Because maybe we pair that. There we go. Now you're into my mind. Plus sixty five hundred. For the first wow. touchdown to be scored by James Devlin. <laughs> For the first Devlin. touchdown, yeah, I see that. If, if see we go that. all in on James Devlin, then we obviously have issues. You want to stack James Devlin? <laughs> we obviously first have touchdown and but two touchdowns. if you're going to do it, just do it all the way. Maybe we're in on the James Devlin first touchdown of the game. But that's, that's hard. Listen, it's just the first touchdown of the whole game. Listen. I want shares of James Devlin, I think, right. in this kind of game. I just, don't, I just think the gap of Devlin to, like, the other players – represents value in the same way as when you see someone on DFS and they're just too low. The, odd, the, the, the odds are just too high yeah. on this one. Okay. Like he shouldn't be 2000, you know, 8,000 more than, you know, someone like a, uh, a Kelsey, for example. Okay. So we're going to the other game now on this to score two plus touchdowns. Long, okay. long odds. Ugh. These right. are gross. Well, they should be. I mean, that's the thing. That's why Devlin's the outlier. You're going I mean, to, you're at two plus touchdowns. Is yeah, that what you yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Rams D is plus go? ten thousand. You're looking at the long shots. You're not looking at anything. I'm starting running. with the long shots, and then I'll drop down. All right. Um, uh, Taysom Hill is plus nine thousand, but he hasn't really scored that's touchdowns. An interesting one. <sighs> Drew Brees. I you wonder could go if Taysom, two Taysom Hill QB sneaks. They have to assume that it's not a passing touchdown, right? Yes, correct. Okay, that's right. Scoring. Breeze does those one one yard sneaks right. too. He jumps. He dives and puts the ball over. That's right. Breeze at ten thousand. All right. Jared Goff. That would be my there. one. Two quarterback sneaks from Drew Breeze. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, we'll come back. We'll keep talking uh, more prop bets after this. It's Mike and Dane on FST. We'll be right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract, guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. The morning after. Normally, it's like Barack would come out, take a picture with the Warriors, a yeah. couple of jokes. They didn't yeah. hang out all day. Hey, Kim, Donald Trump even went further. He went the extra mile. He was just trying to hook him up and be a gracious host. Yeah, stop it, Gabe. The feeding thing was a prop so he could talk about, oh, this person not doing this, so I had to pay for this. Dabo Sweeney is the problem here. They should have turned the invitation down. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Little chili peppers to get you going on this football Thursday. And what's also going to get you going is Daily Roto. It's called a smooth radio transition right there, Dan. DailyRoto.com partnership with Data Golf is back for 2019 with all new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Check out the all new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced grouping. Customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings. Ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities, simulator, outright and top 20 market betting tools, head-to-head and three-ball betting tools, PGA pro tips, subscriber chat, and more. So go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, choose golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, click on golf, and enter promo code golf 1-9 for a 10% discount. So, good stuff there. And I think we have a caller. Uh, we got Kenny from Philly, a long-time and hey. loyal listener. What's up, Kenny? How you doing, man? Hey, man. First and foremost, guys, y'all doing a great job, and uh, Happy New Year. How you guys doing? Likewise, and thank so you much, very Kenny. much. Happy New Year to you, brother, man, for sure. So, your Saints are uh, still rolling along. Couple- How are you feeling about it? Why can't, yeah, why, yeah, can't you ready yeah. to stand up and why get drunk on Sunday? Why can't Drew Brees <laughs> hit a long throw? Tell me that. Um, I have no idea, and Ted Ginn was, like, wide open on I know. that throw. Because he's old DFS, and he's tired. Bro. That's why. I, I love Drew Brees. Yeah. Ted Ginn, and Drew Brees yeah. threw him first play of the game, man. Yeah, that may be, that may be something to that. I think, I think, to be honest, that they pretty much, um, most of the starters had at least two and a half weeks off. I mean, Michael Thomas played week week 16, uh, week 17 and all, but Barely. Uh, I think we were rusty in the, in, in, you know, Luckily, we got out there with the win. I'm just happy about that. I am a little bit nervous with the uh, emergence of C.J. Anderson, Anderson and uh, no uh, rankings. No rankings. I mean, and then we got Andrews Pete, who I tweeted at, and I was trolling after the game for the, for those four penalties. But come to find out, he had an injury. But I don't want to hear all that, to be honest. But uh, onto the Patriots. Um, I love how people say the uh, the key to beating Brady is getting pressure. Yes, getting pressure up the middle, not 
I'm around the edges because as Brady as Breeze does, steps up they, they step yeah. up in the pocket. You yeah, cannot, so I mean, you cannot. Be able, yes, Katie, you're absolutely right. And the key, the key is pressure without blitzing. That is it. You're right. It, it can come around the edges, but you can't blitz him to do it. Yes, he will step up in the pocket, but a guy right. like Von Miller, when he's rushing on every play, isn't blitzing. He's an edge rusher, and he can get pressure. Um, but, yes, guys like Chris Jones and D. Ford are going to have to do it on their own. They can't bring pressure and different types of looks very often during the game. Brady's and Breeze, in fact, a lot of quarterbacks' numbers against the Blitz are really good. In particular, Brady and Breeze are elite when you bring the Blitz because they can read it and they throw quickly and get it out of their hands. Right, right. Um, on to, oh, you guys are talking about, uh, you know, Brady's saying it, underdog, and this. I don't think he was actually talking about, you know, uh, the betting line. I think Brady and his camp, like, uh, despite what the players say, they listen to the radio. They listen to the pundits. They they get insight on what people yeah. are saying about them. So of I course. think that he was talking about that. That you know, everybody, everyone writing them off this dead and third. So, uh, but they're not. That's not, um, that's what I'm saying. They, yeah, people right, say right. things, <laughs> but yeah, a couple of people pick the Chargers. So he's like, everybody's doubting us. No. Vegas yeah, thinks right, you're going right, to win. Right, right. Most of us think you're going to win. Right. It's just people thought the Chargers right. were good too. Right. On to the uh, on the DFS. That, uh, the guy that I'm feeding this week, well, two guys I'm actually feeding this week. I'm feeding the the, the, the Chiefs running backs, and I'm feeding Jared Goff. Jared Goff, obviously. If if these guys go off, I'll just suck it up and 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 uh, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I'm I'm feeding those guys. I'm as far as the DFS. I'm probably going to have maybe two lineups with with the. Uh, with the uh, with Mahomes, two two with Brady, and two with uh, two with Breeze, and I'm just going to either stack one game and hopefully I hit with the players in the other game. Watkins going to be it's going to be a good play. I had him last week and he he almost scored on that uh, on that pitch. Uh, Davis, pitch that, uh, our, our guy uh, Davis Maddock loves um, Sammy Watkins, Watkins this thing this week. Watkins. He thinks yes. he's a lock to yeah. have. I'm as far as I mean, as far as Tyreek Hill, I'm gonna have maybe two lineups at home, but I think that uh, I think the Belichick going to try to keep him out the game, and uh, of course Kelsey is going to be a ball in. I'll throw a little bit of Kelsey and Gronk on the lineup. I'm on the lineup or two. Of course, I love Teddy again. Hopefully, yeah, Reed got his arm back. He can he can throw that ball down I the field. And, uh, Marcus no. Peters is the kind of cornerback that wants to jump a route. You know, Marcus right. Peters gambles. Right. I'm talking, we're going to see double moves out of Ted Ginn all day long. I don't think his arm's coming figure, back, uh, though, guys. I just don't think his arm is coming back. you got to figure, though, Tlaib is going to be on Michael Thomas, right? So maybe it's not a 40-yard nine route. Maybe it's not a stop and go. But I could see a post corner, you know, something like that blew it. I really think Ginn and is going to get a big play. And if you want to play somebody somebody different, don't play uh, Traquan Smith because he's even – he's. I don't know why he's more than Kirkwood, but it's I actually Kirkwood, had Kirkwood right? last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play Kirk, where he was, he he got a little banged up, but uh, I actually had him last week, and I was glad he got in the end zone. So Just I passed out pretty good. Kenny, Kenny, last, hey, man, last thing shout before out you to go, the Saints, man. Yeah, shout out yeah, to the yeah, Saints. Man, I'm, I'm, last thing, I'm just Goff did go for three ninety one uh, and three touchdowns last time they played. Hey, Kenny, it's yeah, I know. Call I hope next not. week, all right. Give us a call next right, week. I, I got you. Your Saints are in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Please, I got you. I appreciate y'all giving me the time, fellas. Have a good one. Anytime, Kenny, man. You have a good one. Yeah, I mean, three ninety one and three touchdowns. It's not like Goff ain't laying an egg this weekend. You know, I mean, the Saints defense is better, but now they got Rankins is hurt, so. There's a lot going on uh, in this game. Hey, let Look, me ask you this I think quick. right now, I'm just telling you, I think the value is with the underdogs. 
Hmm. That's all I'm saying. Probably money yeah, lines. All sticky, four spreads of these are a little teams sharp. are valid chances to win. Yeah. Like any one of these four teams can win the Super Bowl. So, yeah, give me some points. <laughs> give me a field goal. Sure. Yeah, exactly. So to go back to it, uh, so money line on the Rams plus 154, money line on the Pats, 136. So there you go. You know, the Saints are obviously the heaviest favorite. Go ahead. Kenny mentioned this idea that he's fading Damian Williams. We're getting practice reports. You know, Spencer Ware is back practicing, albeit in a limited fashion. Do you think Ware is up on Sunday, and then does that eat into the touches for Damian Williams? I think he's just there to give him rest, honestly. Okay. I think if Spencer Ware will touch the ball five or six times, and I, I don't think that is cannibalizing Damian Williams touches. Okay. I think he gets the touches he's going to get. Uh, you know, if it's shortened it by one or two touches, I can't be that concerned that this is a timeshare. There's no reason for them to do that at this point. To you know, Spence, could Spencer Ware vulture a touchdown? Yeah, maybe, but um, I, I don't. It's not a concern for me. It's whether or not Damian Williams is um, effective is a different question altogether. I just don't think that he's the guy. Spencer Ware is the guy that's going to steal touches from him in any significant way. All right. I'm just saying, like, could he, could he, by he, I mean Damian Williams, could he go from, you know, 95% of the carries to 70% of the carries? And if so, just like, you know, just in the calculus on if he's a good value on DFS, that sort of thing. Yeah. I think uh, he's not as good a value as he was, that's for sure. But uh, it's still, it doesn't concern me that much. I, I got to, I'm going to dive in more into DFS a little bit today, put together some lineups for us for tomorrow so we can kind of go through it. I had a really hard time last week. I just, the money, I just couldn't get it right. I couldn't get it the way I wanted. I knew the players I liked and I ended up not using a couple of them. I really liked Mike right. Thomas and Kelsey yep. and Damian Williams and Edelman. And my mistake was like locking in Mahomes at QB. I probably right. could have fit all those other guys, but I locked in Mahomes at QB and it created me having to put Josh Reynolds and Naeem Hines in there and taking right. Mike Thomas Naeem out. Naeem Hines. Is, yeah, uh, Mr. 2.3 <laughs> points in two games. So, um, all right, how about some player props real quick? we only got a couple of minutes. Player props for the Rams-Saints game. Alvin Kamara, let's do combo yards for Alvin Kamara, 102.5. Over under. Scrimmage yards? Yeah. Yeah, I like the over on this one. I think Alvin Kamara is going to be featured in the passing game uh, in this one. We know about the yes, and Peters. We know about their line, their D-line. The linebacker level is where to attack, right? And I think Kamara out of the backfield will have a big game. Uh, one screen pass could go 45 yards. Uh, Todd Gurley, 99 and a half. So he's just got to get to 100. I'm worried about C.J. Anderson. I don't know. I would stay away from that. Okay. Uh, Jerry Goff, pass attempts, 36 and a half. He had 40, 40 last time they played. Attempts? Yep. Over. I think he's, he's going to put the ball up 40 times in the dome. They may lose if that happens. They may. They may. Drew Brees, the exact same number, 36 and a half. Last time they played, 36 pass attempts. 25 well, of 36 that? for 346 and four touchdowns. Come on. Yeah. What's up, Rams? <laughs> that works. What's up with the defense? I remember that game. I was in the sports book in Atlantic City. That was a huge game, Rams. For the record, weekend. Kamara had 82 rushing yards last time out with 34 receiving yards. Gurley yeah, so had 68 over. rushing yards and only 11 
uh, receiving yards. So uh, that was like one. Last of time the Chiefs played games. the Pats, how many yards did James Devlin have? That's the real question. Looking baby. at it right now. I'll give it, <laughs> this is a perfect, perfect way to end this show. James Devlin, two touches for three yards, all receiving, no carries. Indian Barner was getting touches back then. No touches. Oh, yeah. All right, we're coming back tomorrow with a football Friday. It's Dane and Mike for FST. We're out. <laughs>